briefly, and already Chicago's starting to look really good. Is New York sort of like at the mother womb where you go and regenerate yourself? I mean, that would be more San Francisco because, you know, like as soon as I got here, I just, somebody had me a joint, looked out over the Pacific Ocean, had an anchor steam and had, I mean, what, what could possibly be better than that? That is, uh, yes, that's euphoria. Indeed, indeed. Um, New York, is that where the folks and relatives are located? Yeah, I, mean, I had to go back there for a funeral. Oh, I'm sorry. And uh, that was sad. And then I stopped being sad because, you know. The grieving process. Grieving process, yeah. So I ended up, uh, you know, just doing like odd jobs and whatnot, shopping the play around. What, uh, my novel uh, was, uh, what still, odd jobs did you have in New York City? Was I it? did some painting, painting walls. I did a limpieza, which means I did a spiritual cleansing. I knocked down a wall, a few walls actually, and actually all I had was a hammer and a box cutter. I'm not sure how I did that. And did you work for a company or did you just go to some place that you felt needed a knocking down? Of. It was a little bit of both. I mean, probably you should ask too many questions about that. You know, this is a radio this. show, and my name is Tweeka Turner, and um, you know how I am. You know how I roll. That's right, I'm questions. I'm be asking questions on the radio. That's show. right, you're always asking these questions. I mean, why don't we ever learn more about you? You can ask me anything you want, but I'm interviewing you, honey. How about if I interview you? I just, I've been on this show That's another times. show. That's, another, That's I, another show. I have a lot of questions for you because you were gone for like a few months. And I'm, I had images of you in my mind, you know, living it up in New York City. I was living it up. I mean, I had a really, really not swank, but livable place over on Avenue C and 7th Street. Did you live with relatives, or did you rent your own place, or how, how did No, it? I mean, long story, but, uh, well, it's not that long of a story. <laughs> I went there for the funeral. The oh. guy who died, I ended up staying in his apartment. Oh. Yeah. Did I think you mentioned, th this was a friend. Yeah, this was a friend. That's right. Um, um, untimely. Indeed, untimely. He committed suicide. Uh, that's right. I'm so sorry and about If anyone that. out there is feeling, you know, even mildly depressed, I mean, just... Really think about it, examine things from a detached way, and don't forget that people do care about you, even though it might not seem that way, but there are people that care about you. And that's a PSA. I mean, the safe sex one we laughed about, but we're not laughing about this one. That was <clears throat> nicely put, it's, and it's true. The darkest hours before the dawn, always. Um, so what, why did you come back here? I got a free flight, working on some film stuff. I'm probably oh. not at liberty to talk about that. But, you can't uh, talk about the film project. Film stuff is happening. Like pornography? No, I mean, this would be the perfect place to talk about that. But That would be. And boy, do you have the looks and equipment for that, so I hear. Well, you you read my book. And, you yes, know, yeah. one can only presume that <laughs> the it's mostly fiction. <laughs> okay. Um, anyways, it, it sounds like you're involved in some sort of creative project uh, here in Chicago. In Chicago, but you came here to get your uh, just to you know get high, catch up with people, you know maybe get laid, you know just take it easy. It's like a vacation right. essentially. 
Yes. How long are you, will you be? Um, I'll be here till the 15th. To the 15th. Fabulous. And then it's off to Chicago to work on a creative film project. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the plan. Hopefully that happens. Hopefully Chicago doesn't like sink into the ocean or some shit like I that. I think you'll be fine. And It's uh, been around for a while, right? Chicago? <laughs> yes, it has. Okay. I think you'll be fine. It'll be cold, though. Uh, I don't know if you're... That's what everyone tells me, but that's the same thing people say about San Francisco. No, they're really cold. Like cold. Like the definition of cold. Like frigid. I, mean, I grew up in New York, so I'm used colder. to harsh winters. It's colder. I spent some time in Detroit. I think. Oh, I okay. It's like Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so is working in film somewhat of a detour for you? Not really. I'm working with this director, and he has a um, strong appreciation for the concept of cinema verité, which is essentially shooting a film in a way that the audience has to draw their own conclusions. There are no sorts of tricks to the camera. There are no filters. There's no change of music. You draw your own conclusions. So mm -hmm. it's very avant-garde, and I appreciate working on this project. It's political as well, so I don't really feel like I should give too many details, but... Okay. Proud to be part of it. Awesome. Um, thank you for sharing that. Um, and what else will you be sharing with us today on House of Pride Radio? Well, um, I read the play last time. That didn't go too great. So, <laughs> do you? First of all, I'm, I'm liking your your. Um, as uh, S J Cruz has business cards now. That's fabulous. I and do, and I need to get rid of them because I don't live there anymore. No. Uh, just to reiterate, you are the author of The Flowers Won't Die, a lovely um, book of poetry. Uh, it's actually a novel. Is it a narrative? Novel? Narrative. Yeah. Available at all fine. I don't even know anymore. My publisher's fucked up. <laughs> Let's call him, shall we? He lives in San Francisco. <laughs> Should we call him? No, no, let's not call him. We, we talked the other day and nobody got assaulted so that's always a good sign when you meet you have a business meeting you know yes it is um and so what have you brought with us oh with i'm you? working on a new novel okay did you want to read a little bit of yeah, it sure sure if you don't mind no let's um let's uh set the stage here we'll lower the lights and um I'll, let me light this candle uh all right we're pretending we have a candle let me bring out my lighter so i could at least make like those noises like there we go. Candle was lit. Just play my straight man today, okay, honey? <laughs> I am always your straight man. <laughs> you are the straightest man I've ever met in my life. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. All right. And um, just a, a little bit of music to set this, the tone. Sure. section for my next novel which will be done whenever I get around to finishing it so stop hassling me about that the next novel is going to be called Love Until the Night Collapses I almost became a vodka nihilist then I remembered that Blanco Tequila is Zen I was not in love with the sun at that moment I could hardly see the lows of cocaine and the middles of tequila were making navigation especially difficult Slowly, we turned the corner. People stared at us. Weird act mixtures of admiration, disgust, and vicariousness. Tao of dipsomania, zen of insomnia. Tequila after tequila, courage materialized. Brought us alone together into this moment, which is most important purely because it is momentary. 
Tranquilo. You're broken enough as it is. Siéntate. Drink. A Guatemalan woman had spoke these words. I had been too high to make out her features. Just saw a soothing cloud of curly black hair. Deep brown eyes that looked as though they had seen a lot. Seen the light of man, the darkness of our souls, and the gray of humanity. Saw it all and just thought it was mildly interesting. Satori inspiring. Chain smoking. Time and space did not matter any longer. To paraphrase Borges badly, the future is but a present hope and the past is but a present memory. It was night in San Francisco. It was dark most everywhere on the West Coast. That is if I was to believe there was another world past this reality. It's nice to be here with you. No one else I would rather endure this. I'd cut myself off preemptively. Buddha does not want me for a son. Summoning what left of respectability I had, I outstretched my broken Casio and summoned a taxi. With the paint upon sober face, I diligently directed the taxi driver to the El Dorado. I played with a cunt the whole time. Time is a myth, sold without warranty. I started to think that maybe this taxi driver knew all there was to know about everything. Unfortunately, my karma was too compromised at that moment to inspire to enlightenment. Another night ended at the end of Might as well leave while I was making a little noise. Her eyes were dark and reflective. It's an accomplishment to get kicked out of anywhere in San Francisco. Her essence on my fingers like the unwritten margins of a sutra. The click, click, click of the bartender's cocktail shaker had sounded like a spray paint can being prepared. Elegant recantations of art or loose tooth. For a moment, something was not working inside me. It felt like my bones were in that very cocktail shaker. It felt profoundly empty. It felt like I had a captive audience. But I make my own luck, it's cheaper. I tried to ease my way past her, become one with the wall, project myself against its cold, impartial beauty, walk past the wall again and again, and eventually I was blocked by my own amorous ambitions. Some stiff relief from my unintelligible. The same freedoms I granted myself I extended unto her. She had confused me for a deep-thinking free radical type, alone together in the bathroom. After the paralysis of drinking myself to death died in me, I truly enjoyed her company. It's not alcoholism, it's California dreaming. If you're sober in San Francisco, you're doing it wrong. She had a bit more life in her now. Using the glass window of the Ethiopian restaurant in the corner, she started to compose herself, brushed her hair, reapplied her lipstick, red marquee of the Red Death. That's all right, mi amor. I like you just the way you are. She smiled her first true smile, kept right on with this beautification slash beautification ritual. This is for me, not for you. A soi-disant judge of human experiences had walked in on us in the bathroom. I made a speech that reverberated faintly slash gauntly. I wish it had been super tired. I'd only caught the words slut and God. For I knew it might have been the words of a prophetess. The failures of the world are more reflection on us than a God. And the failure of the world to accept the sluts, more reflection on God than on us. Briefly, she was to me all that was maternal and all that was good. Then the drugs started to wear off. The romance was gone. Guilt crept in. 
My mind was still conditioned to smell flowers, and I remembered that. Associating tequila and grapefruit with death, I debated the virtues of no exit. The Swadisant slash Anno Prophetess had looked terrified and bored and pensive all at once. That much I remembered. It might have been a permanent state. It might have just been a bad case of the human condition. It might just have been my inner state projected. Most likely, though, it was just bad drugs. Does it not always just come down to being on the wrong drugs? I had spoken to the one without fear, the one I was with now. Lo siento, mi amor, have a drink, forget me. I thought this, did not say this. I'll go get some condoms and kombucha. Espera aquí por un momentito. Está bien. I returned. I'd given her ample time to escape, she had not. I felt genuinely guilty just then. Felt wrong until she took my hand into hers and led me up the stairs into the lobby of the El Dorado. That's my husband over there. She had motioned to me in a politely dismissive way. I was nowhere near her, nor near anyone that could consider herself a her. Que preciosa, pero. I belonged to nobody, least of all myself. A discotheque. I expected little. You can stop there if you want. I mean, I'm not sure what the time constraints are. That was the one phone, and we could just go out with a little mu appropriate music. Actually, it's Cher. Um, oh, well, that, <laughs> I was thinking Chicago and Detroit, so it sounded like Motown. And I'm sure Cher listened to the Motown people, and that's how she got some of her. Uh, how do you say it? Schwagger? Yes. How do you say you it? You have it. Schwagger? Yeah, some of that. She had some of that from Motown. Yes. Well, if anybody has uh, questions or would like a date with SJ Cruz, do call at 415-550. And also, I mean, if you want to talk to me, help me pay my phone bill because that's, that's Oh, that's expensive. right. It's a, it's a fun drive uh, for um, let's send SJ Cruz off to Chicago. Uh, I need a new code. I mean, you don't want me. I, I mean, just, maybe people can, do can want I me to Can I get the number out without you interrupting me one time? I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm excited. I'm going to hear it goes. Ready? 415-550-0511. I wasn't paying yes. attention. Yes, come on and call us. SJ will answer all of your questions. Let's welcome, and it's been some time since we've seen her, to the studio now, Miss Shaky Gibson. Oh, is it my turn? Come on in, girl. Oh, it's my turn. Welcome, welcome. Oh, wow, here I am. Hi. Yes. Hey, y'all. Can y'all hear me? You can sit in Pearl, Pearl Jesus' chair. She's, that's the orange mic. My father married a Just uh, listening to some share music while you get yourself situated. Are you situated? Yeah, darling, I'm here. Yeah. All right. And we also have our third guest, Michelle Bird, Whee! is back. Hello. Hi. Nice hairdo. Thank you. Um, well, you have a seat. There's a mirror if anyone needs to look at themselves. What? what? A mirror. And there's evidently... And obviously uh, some whiskey, too. some whiskey. Hey. We're not allowed in the studio, so we'll put oh. it outside right now. Shh. Yeah. Shut down. Okay. Nobody there. Bring the chairs in. 
take your swig outside and come back, everyone. We have a hot show in progress. House of Pride Radio, coming to you live every Wednesday from the gayest city in the world, which is... San Francisco. San Francisco. San Francisco. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. yeah. Personalize that, won't you? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um, so we were just listening to a new material from S.J. Cruz entitled. Oh, uh, the a working that? title, perhaps. Oh, the working title, the next novel, Love Until the Night Collapses. Haunting. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Hope it's someone remembers it. Questions for S.J. Cruz, call, please. Is there anybody listening? Is the phone working? All right. <laughs> check, check for the dial tone. <laughs> it's our phone from 1978. Um, Shaky, what's been going on, girl? What's been going on? Um, well, I have been out of the loop for a minute. I uh, went in for my uh, little, a little inguinal hernia surgery recently. I'm all recovered. It's been a whole month and a half. I'm doing well, um, and I got a show to promote. Um, oh, you got a show to promote? Yeah. Oh, what do you know? Hey. Well, we better get right down on it. <laughs> what's coming so, up? Check it out. They let me borrow the stage at Oasis. Um, what? Yeah. What? Yeah, you know Oasis, Hecklinus Club, Darcy's Club. Um, so I'm going to do my thing October 29th. It's a Thursday night, mm-hmm. right after the Star Trek, the live Star Trek show they're doing. Uh, so we're going to bring a little live band cabaret. It's going to be a lot of fun. Will you be singing? Of, uh, hello. Have you met me? <laughs> yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> what is the name of your affair? Uh, it's called Shaky Gibson's Seductive Sirens. Shaky Gibson's Seductive Sirens. That's a lot of S's, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. I should. My drag name should have been Sibilantes. For someone with a speech impediment, that's a hard one to wrap my tongue around. Can you do it, Michelle? Oh, I, I'm not even gonna try. What about you, S.J.? Sibilant what? Has? How about Shaky Gibson's Sibilance? Seductive Sirens? You heard it. Shaky Sh- Gibson's Seductive Sirens. I'm yeah. not even gonna try to. You say can't it. even say that like five times in a row, right? <laughs> Just come to Oasis on October. 29th is Thursday night, October 29th at about 9:30. We're starting. Four-piece band, three singing ladies. Who are the other two? Yeah. Um, right now, actually, you know what? It's kind of like it's Des- development. Destiny's Child lost one of the gals. You so know who we, would be terrific? We lost Michelle. <laughs> I can refer you to somebody to Cat uh, Robichaud. What? Oh, yeah. well, all right. You make sure I get her number before right. I split here. But uh, yeah, we're we're talking to like three new girls to take take the one girl spot that split. But uh-huh. Siren Sapphire is definitely in the show. Okay. AKA Tiger Wolf. Nice. Um, yeah. So I know her. You got, I, I will. Uh, I will tie you into a message because she was here last week and she had a marvelous time. And then oh, good. I'm we glad performed you know. um, a couple of times. Uh, I was DJ while she was in the show at uh, over at Balançois on Sunday brunch. Called Femme. Great oh, she gets yeah, she gets around. Oh, she, she's all she's over. She's great. But uh, all right, so that's uh, that's going to be a great show coming up. Well, welcome back to the limelight. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, I know you can't stand to stay out of it more than a few weeks at the max. You know me, I'm a big old party animal. Yes. Yeah. Just give me a shot of whiskey. Well, party there's started. one right there. Would you like? Wait, sh- stop! Don't tell <laughs> everyone. It's been removed. <laughs> no, it's been removed. It's outside it's now. It's out on the table. Uh, <laughs> Oh, fabulous. So now, do you know Michelle Bird? She's a. Hi, nice to meet you. 
pleasure is mine. And this is SJ Cruz. Uh, yeah, that microphone's on the fritz. But go oh. ahead, bring it close, yes. Let me see if I can hear you. Say something, Michelle. What would you like me to say? I hear you. Oh, good. Okay. Oh, right. And SJ Cruz, and behind you, SJ, who's your friend again? The Tamale Prophet. Tamale Prophet Trace is in the house, Trace blessing Trace us with uh, jalapenos. <laughs> any any relation to the tamale lady? Yeah, uh, yes, they're married. <laughs> they have a couple of children called um, called Jumpin' Bean. The hot tamales. The hot tamales. <laughs> it's a band. It's a traveling band. Yeah, it's it's stop right there. It's with the, the Latin Beatles. Anyendos. That was a long pause. Awkward, so. awkward pregnant pause. You said stop. I'm just obeying you. That's what I do. I obey you, S.J. Cruz. He's got a commanding voice. He does. Sure does. I was listening to your poetry. It's pretty good. Yeah. Just I, pretty uh, good? Madonna was, well, would go like this. I know, right? That's a good thing. How I love dare Madonna, you? Right? He, d he has a switchblade. You be careful. No, I, I don't carry that around anymore. I'm civilized. You have civilized yourself? I have civilized myself. This is what New York does to people. <laughs> New York civilizes you. Yeah, I can barely say that with a straight face. Ah. <laughs> I'll get civilized stay, one day. Say it with a gay face. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I will contract that over to you. you just, uh, just look at me it. when you say it, honey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what am I saying again? Uh, you're civilized. Yeah, I'm, I'm not civilized. <laughs> I didn't think so. Um, all right, well, let's uh, let's find out what Michelle Bird has been up to because last time you were here, your dance studio was a little bit dis. Uh, how would you? What adjective would you use? We, we got kicked out. Mm, yeah, we yeah. got kicked out. But now we're very very fortunate. We have two locations. Um, we're we are very much the guests at the old uh, Italian club, old Italian American club in Potrero Hill. And that is uh, the Monte Cristo Club, some people may have heard. So we teach there daily. Uh, we also have a little place in Japantown. And the big buzz is we're getting, it, it, takes, it takes a while for performers to put together, together new numbers and new choreography. Uh, we're getting ready for April. April Follies, this is big competition, a same-sex competition followed by a dinner and, and a wonderful, wonderful show. So Metronome, we, our dancers support the event. We don't make any money off of this. Mm -hmm. This is, this is a, a, a once a year event. And uh, so- Is it a competition? It is a, it's a sanctioned competition. What does that mean? It's a sanctioned dance sport competition. So for pe these are people that do, do, that compete as a, as a hobby. Mm -hmm. um, and so be, there's a division for professionals and there's a division for amateurs. Um, and uh, so most of the dancers in our studio right now are getting ready for the show, right? So we we're, we're do the show numbers. Um, and many of the dancers are also starting to figure out, for the, the amateurs are figuring out their choreography. So it's a great event. We'll be promoting it at our, uh, our November 19th event. We're going to be giving out more information. And we'll be having a, a demonstration of dancers. Um, and that, it has, that event is uh, Thursday, November 19th. Everybody loves disco is the theme for that. Oh, that yeah. sounds fun. Yeah, so uh, so yeah, so we're <laughs> really right up our alley. Yeah, we love disco. <laughs> Maybe we should enter. We're both of the same sex. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we could. <laughs> sounds so, fun. So that event is really just to, we really want to draw attention. Anybody can go to our website metronomesf.com, and and you can find out more information. There's links to April Follies. 
there, um, what's not on there, and you could you could certainly email us. Um, we they, we have a couple of uh, dance groups that are looking for more male dancers. Mm-hmm. There you go. Oh well, oh, well yeah. we're drag queens, but we could probably stretch. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, well, who knows? Let's see. We could probably come up with a drag queen number. That could be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I still remember my disco moves. So that's happening at Metronome, you said? Yeah, yeah. Oh. On the 19th, November 19th, we're going to be having, um, of course, d- disco music. And then um, uh, one of the teachers is going to be reminding everybody the original moves of the disco line dance, the hustle line dance. Oh. Yeah. Which, of course, I, I mean, none of us were there when it happened, right? So. I was. Oh, you, no, you weren't there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Molly Puff in the back, he was there. I was 13 years old. Now, I have you know I was a member of a, uh, Mellow Maltine Disco Night. What? Yes, at 13. That's how disco fever, I, had, I, ca- I caught the di- disco fever very early. Does that give you a rash? Um, it, it does give me a rash, which there is a powder for, it, as a matter of fact. As smart at times. Mm-hmm. Um, so this sounds so terribly exciting. Uh, will there be flashing lights and and things, platform shoes? We, you know, I've already we have already have our pink lights out, so it's going to be a good night. <laughs> yes, we're getting ready for it. Yeah. Um, and who are the judges? Oh, for the April Follies event. Yes, that's a that's a panel of judges. I don't know personally who's been selected, but um, there's a committee, an, a, a national committee that um, where they have the, the judging panel. So it's just like what you see. I don't know if you've seen this on PBS, where people are dancing and and they have the numbers on the back. You know, everybody has their numbers on the back. Oh, that, okay. that, that's what I love is. it. Got it. Yeah. So who needs Dancing with Stars? San Francisco has its own competition. This is true. That sounds great. So, and now we do have, there is a novice division. So if people were interested in doing this, they would want to start thinking about now taking some lessons and finding out, you know, uh, what you know, the required steps are. There, there's definitely a syllabus of steps and novice dancers are highly encouraged. Yes. Shaky. So if you're really interested, just go to there. Oh, my dancing days are over, kind of. I. Yeah. Uh-huh. Too many injuries. I used to dance. I used to be a serious dancer. Let, on that note, we're going to take a short music break. <laughs> we're going to be right back. <laughs> paying homage to the disco events. Thank you. 
has, has a bunch of dancing queens on April. Oh, so so April Follies happens in April, right? And but the event to so to help uh, promote it is uh, November nineteenth at Metronome. All right, hold that thought. What are you? I'm doing? just lighting a lighting flame. Lighting a candle, yeah. To a farewell flame as S. J. Cruz needs to depart House of Pride Radio. I Where do. are you going? Uh, I'm going someplace, and I'm meeting some people, and. You just keep talking, S.J. Cruz. You're yeah. going to get a date. Somebody's going to call in eventually. To, I, I never <laughs> said I was looking for a date. He's trying to get laid tonight is what's going on. Ladies, he's just as, he looks just as sexy as he sounds. This. All right. Here is your flame torch back. It's your lighter, but I'll take it. Thanks. Oh, is it mine? Oh, yeah, it's mine now. Oh, no, right. no. I'll give it to you. We'll pass the torch. Pass the flame. Right now I'm in my Tai Chi stance. So I'll try to take the lighter. <laughs> I like pain. Can they see us? Are we on the internet? Or we're yes, just they can see sound? It. The fair, yes, the magical cameras. Are there, there's no camera the here. <laughs> the world is looking at you, shaking. I thought it was funny that you handed us mirrors. You're, you're like, there's mirrors there. You can check yourself. Well, I know how vain you queens can be. <laughs> are you <laughs> kidding? Like uh, you, you gave me the mirror first. All right? What are you trying to say That's about because that? you are so good looking, Maddie. I, you need to, we, I don't, we need to see the reflection of you in all 360 degrees. I don't know, girl. It's a new thing I'm trying, mirrors. Thank <laughs> you. I appreciate that, man. Um, so you do need to take off. And uh, yeah. we wish you well as you journey on to Chicago for your creative film project. Yeah. Uh, you could always call in and let us know what's going on. Yeah, I could do that. I'll wait till I have something interesting to say. It's been a while. I think we just had like one good show at 10. That's like the ratio we got going so far. Every few months, come back. Every few months. Yeah, yeah I could do that. I could do All, that. Right. All right. Let's cool. have a nice round of applause. S.J. Cruz. Here. Yeah. S.J. Cruz, leave some of your cards out in the uh, green room. Does it have your number you on it? The quality of people you got one. here. Oh, yes. I'm not so sure if I want to leave my cards lying out. All right. I'll take I, one. I don't mean the people in the studio right now. I'm not Can I get one? Dick. Shaky ones. I want one. All right. All right. Bye, SJ. You don't mind if I text you late night, right? Uh, Is that cool? <laughs> I mean, feel free. I probably just won't respond. He's going <laughs> to... Shaky Gibson's going to fuck with you. I won't, I promise. Well, one creative luminary leaves, another enters. Let's have a nice round of applause for Alexa VK. Yes. Hello. Yeah. Hello. My my full name is Alexa von Kickenface, but Facebook got me, so I guess von Kickenface wasn't a convincing German last name. You're not alone. I know. <laughs> I know. Von Kickenface is a great German last name. Yeah, von Kickenface. You know. <laughs> von Kickenface. Yes, yes. And for those of you who don't know, I'm really short, so that. That is interesting, and that I can't she, reach your face. She means she has a short fuse. Yeah, oh, that as well. You <laughs> better believe German. it. Yes, can't you tell? That bleach blonde hair came from somewhere. <laughs> yes, it did. Not just a bottle. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome to House of Pride. Thank you. Um, do you know Shaky Gibson? I do, actually. We've <laughs> shared the stage many a time. Oh, how we exciting. have. Mm-hmm. How about Michelle Bird? I don't think. Hello. Nice to meet you. It's a pleasure. I don't think we've met before, so there's a new friend today. Michelle is the CEO of Metronome. Ooh, that's exciting. Yes. (laughs) You're like, yes, it is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Cool. Well, you're not here to talk about disco dancing in April. We're going to get back to that a little bit later just to reiterate, Michelle. Uh, But you are here to talk about 
another event that's coming up, I believe. That's right, and other kinds of dancing, <laughs> although I do love disco. Um, I'm here because on October 9th, Hubba Hubba Review is doing our Asylum show. So every second Friday of the month, we do a big old fat show right in DNA Lounge. And of course, this month is no exception. We are doing our Halloween festivities nice and early, so you can still attend all of your favorite Halloween parties and get the party started with us on the 9th, so that'll be fun. Um, we have a lot of really cool stuff in store. Of course, we always have our fabulous smattering of entertainers from all over the world. We also have local favorites and burlesque performers from all over the country. I wanted to ask you, so is the, the, the groove, the theme of burlesque oriented dancing per se? Yes. Well, it is a burlesque show, but we do include other variety entertainment as well. Um, we have some really cool pole dance. We have really neat contortion stuff. We have um, all kinds of wacky stuff, man. I mean, we get some singing, you know, we, we get all kinds of vaudeville entertainment. So, Oh, it's a nice mashup of entertainment. Yeah. Uh, with the, with the, but then there's a theme. Mm -hmm, exactly. So we have our show every Monday night at DNA Lounge, and that's our kind of upstairs at DNA, kind of more casual environment. But every second Friday when we do our big shows, there's always a theme. So last month was September, so that was the anniversary show. Hubba's birthday is in September, so we get all fancy. Happy belated birthday. Why, thank you. So yeah, it was nine years, and um, you know, really fun great we got to bring in again some of our favorite performers from all over to help us celebrate this fabulous show i've been involved since february but hubba has been in some form or another for over nine years so that's wait very so exciting. jim sweeney started it nine years ago uh yes over nine years ago mm -hmm. shout out to jim Whoa. sweeney yeah. recovering yeah. from a boozed infused weekend i know he's a trooper <laughs> nobody can pull it together quite like that guy he's always on the ball and always an expert it, yeller. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, yeah, so it's it's been a pleasure and it's been an honor being his um, co MC and the co hostess of Hubba Hubba Review. It's been a fantastic experience and I just, I'm so excited for what else we have in store. We have some pretty cool stuff lined up for Feb or for October. We've got, you know, kind of fun little, we always do some kind of skit or some kind of situation. So uh, Asylum is the theme. Yeah. Looking at your um, advertisement for it. Um, yes. So October 9th is a Friday at the DNA Lounge. Yes, at DNA mentioned. Lounge. The big room. Which is the located at, what's the address? Do you know? I would have to Google it. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, here it is. Is, there uh, we go. 375 11th Street. Now, if folks want to go, um, how do they acquire tickets? It's nice and easy. Just go on the internet like <laughs> you do for everything else. You can go to DNA Lounge's website and you can get it right there. Um, and that'll that's a good option. Of um, course, if you RSVP to our event page, which is, you know, of course, public, you can see the link all over the place. You can get your link, you know, get your tickets in advance. You can get them at the door as well. But we have sold over half of of the floor seats already. I heard that they're selling like hotcakes, folks. Hotcakes. So mm. be sure and right after this interview, uh, go online and get your tickets. Yes, don't delay. Who are some of the stars this month? Oh, that's next, wonderful. Next month, rather. Oh, yes, it's coming up month. Let me. This is the last day of September. It is. 
I know. I can't believe it. It's gone by so quickly this entire year. Oh, it's so terribly exciting. It is. <laughs> I'm going to see who we have in store this month. You know, I tried to get into that show. I emailed Jim and was like, I've got a great Joker nurse act. Oh, I didn't know you were a burlesque dancer too, Shane. Yes. That's so exciting. While you are looking for the names, I'm going just to set the tone with some music. Oh, please. Shaky is actually auditioning for a role right now in real time. Uh, yes. Can you please put your pants back on, honey? Okay. Unfortunately, I'm right, not the producer. Sorry, wrong. But it never hurts to try. We <laughs> tried. All right, That's so uh, you have the list of... Uh, I do. Oh, how exciting. Can we I know. Thank goodness for cell phones. <laughs> um, so we have... Like I mentioned, talent from all over the world, including from Rome, Italy. We've got Rita Lynch, who's joining us. From Glasgow, we've got Roxy Stardust. It's very exciting. Luli Blue from Bristol, so we got the UK represented. We also have Sally Marvel from Chicago, Illinois, and she I've seen her perform before. She does really cool sideshow stuff. So oh, nice. glass, uh, fire, swords. She's a really cool chick, so you you've definitely got to see her when mm -hmm. she's in town. Um, Kiki Maroon, she's coming in from Texas. Um, we've got Angie Cakes from Los Angeles and Miss May. So they're wonderful too. Very popular. Tanya the Tattooed Lady, she's coming from Portland, Oregon. People love Tanya. She's fabulous. And of course, our local favorites. We've got the Sizzling Sirens from Sacramento. Bunny Pistol from right here. Lee Presson, and he's our resident Joker. So if you're a Joker acting and get ah. accepted, you're going to have to wait for Lee right. to throw his costume away, which will <laughs> never happen because he will be the Joker forever. I, I know Lee. He, he, yes. Yeah, he looks total Joker, even he's without makeup. So. Yes, yeah. that is. I think that he rolls out of bed and just puts that on. Yeah. So instead of taking it. a shower. Um, we also have <laughs> back to which is a really cool hip-hop burlesque uh, dance troupe. So they're really fun. Kitty Oaks, she's fabulous. She's a recent transplant. Sergeant Devise, so if you're local, then you have to have seen her before. She's wonderful. Pearly Gates, Eva Delicious, the gorgeous Rizzo Rogue, and Gorilla X, who is the gorilla to the stars. Um, you know, so it's a man that's, in a gorilla suit. So if you've never seen that show. before, you better come. Yeah, so that's, that's a, a huge show. full <laughs> of live entertainment yeah. right up in here in the mm -hmm. DNA Lounge. It's true. We have three full acts, and we have a little special surprise that Jim, me, and the rest of the cast are bringing on. So that's going to be fun. We have rehearsal two times. So that's how you know it's going to be a big surprise. And we're not really the rehearsing kind of crew. So oh, I see. You should be honored. Well, do come, folks, Friday, October 9th. At uh, DNA Lounge. That's right. Get your tickets online right after this interview by yes. going to DNA Lounge's uh, website. Yes. Uh, um, it's backslash DNALounge.com backslash calendar. And, oh, I'll this is very thing. accurate. <laughs> I, I love thing. it. Backslash calendar, backslash 2015, backslash 10 09. Now you can't say, I didn't tell you how to get there. I've held your hand through the entire process. And if I see you in the audience, I might even hold your hand then if you want me to. Oh very my exciting. God, that was so animated. It deserves a special <laughs> share intro. <laughs> Glitter! <laughs> now, Cher sure knows her way into my heart. 
what is it? It is. But I think that would actually somebody could interpret that into a nice act at some point. Or they probably uh, have 30 years ago. But you when know. it, yeah. Done. As far as it being um, socially acceptable, it might, I, might I be pressing the, the boundaries. Urge there. people to reconsider. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at this time, you know. But what a grand show it will be, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what else. Um, and, and some other surprises, perhaps, or is that about it? I mean, there's more stuff. <laughs> I, I can't even begin to tell you there's the length more. of Here stuff we, we have in store. And, Not, of course, multiple places to buy a beverage while you're at DNA Lounge. I was just going to say, DNA, world-famous uh, concoctions. Yes, delicious. I always get a whiskey straight. So if you see me and want to impress me, just give me some whiskey. Well, I always get a whiskey <gasps> gabe, and, you know, they're both delicious. <laughs> they sure are. They both go down nice and easy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um... <laughs> It's true. It's, it's very much the truth. Um, yeah, DNA Lounge is fun. We've got two floors, so you can sit on the balcony, or I guess stand, stand on the balcony or get a seat. We also have VIP booths, so if you want to impress your friends, I certainly recommend a booth. Nothing says money quite like bottle service and sitting down, so do no. that. That's right. If you're rich enough to sit, you should come to our show. Now, do the patrons tip the performers or? No, it's as much as I love getting a tip, but um, we, uh, the setup of DNA Lounge is that the, the stage is kind of more removed. It's, it's higher up, so it's a little bit more difficult to come close to us. So, you know, don't. <laughs> Don't try. You you will be Don't. escorted out. Of it's the true. But if you want to come bearing gifts for immediately after, by all means. But the greatest gift of all is bringing all of your friends and spending all of your money on tickets. Yes. <laughs> and the children. And, and I guess the children, if you have any money left over. Um, did you hear that shaking? <laughs> I'm right here. Yeah, there's nothing wrong just with my ears. Sure. Well, this is just all terribly exciting. And, it is. And guess what? I'm the DJ in between the sets. That's right. Oh. So you'll be keeping people dancing all night long what when you we're know? not watching other people do dance. Do people actually dance? Yes, they do. Oh, okay. It's cute. People will dance not between the acts so much, but they'll dance a little bit after. Okay. Um, I definitely think the bar has a direct contribution. I, I believe you're right. To that happening. Yes, so. yes. Yes, indeed. Well, that is fabulous. It um, is. It's more than that. It's entirely too fabulous to even fathom. It is. And in it's fact, so fabulous, there's no word for it. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's fabulous. Speechless. <laughs> we mm. made up one, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we made up a new word, fabulous. And in fact, it's so fabulous, we have to take another musical break. I need to lie down. Uh, yes. <laughs> I need to take my pants off and put it back on. <laughs> yeah. Um, Your towel off. So let's, I think, um, let's take a break with Anne Margaret. Well, you call me your baby When you're holding my hand How you can hurt me I just don't understand Well, you say that you need me Like the ocean
back, House of Pride show, playing some, it's called, it's off of a CD called Brawly Burlesque. Ooh, yeah, cool. yeah, I like that. Well, um, Michelle Bird has to leave. Uh, our second yes. guest who has to fly the coop, so to speak. Yeah. I, it, that's very funny. I just that got that. That's very cute. <laughs> I just got that. I'm, I'm always, you know, I'm always pining away. I wish I could stay because I love being here, but I do have a, I teach a salsa class on Wednesday. Night. This is Wednesday, right? Uh, it is? Well, God, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. so I, I teach a class, so I have to get back over to the Petro Hill area and teach that class but I'm so grateful to be here and would love to come back if you'll let me absolutely so let's reiterate what uh, that event is yeah come and get your disco on November 19th uh, we'll be reviewing all the the line dance for disco and we'll be doing some uh, some same-sex performances which would hopefully inspire you if you want to come at least Come to the April Follies, which happens in April of next year. Come and observe. Come for the dinner. Come for the show. Um, or if you wanted to start dancing yourself and, and find a partner and, and perhaps enter as a novice. Yeah. I love it. I love the concept. And I, I love the, how that um, technicality of that um, two same-sex, the form is different. I'm sorry? Wait, the, for, the form of movement is different. It was same-sex yes. uh, part in, instead of a feminine and a masculine. Well, you know what? It's it's really fun. Also, is um, who's leader, who's follower. In during us uh, the choreography, they'll switch, and that's part of the magic is to to see how the people switch from leader to follower uh-huh. and make that artistic switch. I love that, and yeah. then the, the ebb and flow of, of yeah. the movement around the floor. And we're talking waltz, foxtrot, tango, all these gorgeous dances. You're in in tails, and 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 you, or you could also choose to be in beautiful ball gown. This is this is awesome. And where do we get tickets again? Tickets. Go to our website, Metronome SF. There's a link there for April Follies. Uh huh. April Follies. I don't know. I don't think they have their tickets yet for the April Follies. Uh, and mm-hmm. then also for the November 19th. Yeah, you could just you could go to our website as well. And get, it's only ten bucks. Oh you yeah. Might as well just, just show up. At you the should door. just might. And we now oh, because we're at the club, we do have a bar. Oh, hello. hello. We have yes. a bar. All right, so that'll mm-hmm. just make things go a lot. So if you don't even want to dance, yeah, yeah. more lubricated. Yes, yeah. more lubricated <laughs> for the dance floor. Yes. And yes, oh, how exciting. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, thank you. I know you have to go. Uh, go get that salsa on. Yeah, cool. I'll be there, Michelle. I'll just put it on my calendar. Michelle Bird, shall we, folks? Thank Yay. you. Bye. Bye, Michelle. Bye. Is that yours? A little salsa music on your way out. It's not technically salsa, but it's close. It's Elvis Oh my god, look at her go. Yeah. All right, everybody, here we go. All right, bye bye. Bye. That was cool. That was cool. Um, oh, great! So we're talking. Is it like a theme of dance today? So yeah, she, it she seems. runs the metronome dance uh, mm-hmm. group, and now we're talking hubba hubba. Yeah. Uh, but let's go beyond hubba hubba. Let's talk about you and where, where do your, does your craft come from? Where oh, did you, you get started? Yeah. Um, 
Well, Alexa Von Kickenface began a couple years ago, maybe as far as five years ago. Um, I did the Red Hots Burlesque School of Shimmy, which is a series of burlesque classes, and I was at first very disheartened because I'm a bad dancer. And then I felt very encouraged because the best thing about burlesque and the heart and soul of burlesque is that it's parody and inherently including comedy. And burlesque is intended to make a statement or kind of a joke about particular subject matter, which is why, you know, burlesque is, is, a, is an adjective, verb. It's a verb. You burlesque something. So Sounds French to me. Uh, maybe, especially with all the nakedness. So, you know, I, I, found, I found that very empowering and extremely inspiring. And I continued performing burlesque and dancing for a couple of years. And then I participated in something called Burlesque and Why, which was Red Hot's burlesque stage play. And I wrote a monologue um, called My Name is Boobs, But You Can Call Me Alexa, which, as you might gather, is about being a small person with very noticeably large breasts. And how I've been a chesty LaRue my whole adult life and the impact it's had on my self-esteem, the impact it's had on my understanding of what it's like to be a woman in this world, especially as a woman who really finds joy and comedy and laughter. And I found that my body was a parody of itself, that my ridiculously big boobs and the fact that I have uh, abnormally small feet and just am such a, I wear a size five. The, you know, the, I, I've always been a parody of my family's gene pool. So I, you know, I found that catharsis through burlesque was to express that and then it gave me a wonderful opportunity to grow my, my comedy interests. And so after Burlesque and Why, I kind of started doing less dancing and I started doing more hosting or emceeing. And so that's a, the bulk of what I do now. I still dance and I'll sing too and I, you know, I sing and strip or I'll dance and strip. Still still stripping, mm -hmm. always, but I've kind of leaned away from that and more into emceeing, co-hosting, hosting on my own, um, and doing more of almost like a stand-up-y sort of deal. So for folks who aren't familiar, when you're a burlesque emcee, your job is to bring in the performer and make you know the audience get excited to see them and talk about how fabulous and wonderful they are, and then you outro them so that ladies and gentlemen that was blah 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 and this is you know they're so wonderful and we just are so ha lucky to have them and then you kind of keep the energy up so maybe you'll tell a joke or do a game or just kind of keep things running folks should just come to the show yeah and they see should. how it all gets they should see how we do it because when i when i do it with jim it's it's pretty funny and we're very different people he's a Charming 50-year-old man, and I'm a 20-something, <laughs> I'll never tell, little With big boobs. Little woman with big knockers. and Like Dolly Parton. Yeah, oh gosh, Alexa, she's everything. Alexa, you're so cute. You can stay age 25 for the next 20 years. That's my intention, thank yeah. you. So yeah, it's, it's fun. We, we play off each other real well. We're a little bit Dee Dee and Dexter, as people have been saying. So if you're familiar with that, then you know what you're in for when we emcee a show together. It's pretty... It's pretty silly. It's fun. Fabulous. Now, is there? Do you have your own web page, Alexa? 
No, I don't have a website, but if you do go on Facebook, you can find Alexa VK um, or Alexa backslash Von Kicking. That's a like. Uh, I was wondering what happened. Yeah, to Von Kicking Face. Yeah. Von well, Kicking Face. Von Kicking Face. Yeah, Von Facebook got me. It's okay. That's I don't mind. Right. You know, and I'm doing a show for kids on Friday, so I won't be calling myself Von Kicking Face. I'll probably just be Alexa. Um, so that'll be cool. Um, we're doing uh, the opening events for Hardly Strictly. So I'm really excited and honored oh, to be included in yeah. that. That's so. at Golden Gate Park this mm-hmm, weekend. Yeah, huh? I'm doing that with Jasper Patterson. And the we're going to. Saturday or that. Sunday part? Uh, Friday. Friday. Oh, it's the for Friday the children, one. no adults. It's for the children. The yeah. children is our future. Yeah, my biggest career challenge so far is how to MC a show without swearing or saying anything excessively crude. So <laughs> this will be something. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we're going to take a, a short musical break where we have to call New York. Oh. We're going to be speaking with uh, Dusty Moorhead. Oh, cool. Oh. That's right. Uh, so we'll be right back, folks, with more House of Pride Radio. Neat. Glitter. Surprise! We got my in-house guest, Alexa. Hi. And Shaky Gibson. Shaky Gibson in the flesh. Now, folks, live from New York City, it's Ooh. the one and only Dusty Moorhead. Are you with us? Hi, everybody. It's actually Boston. Oh, you're... Oh, no, she's in Boston. Get off the phone. Oh, you're in Boston. <laughs> she's in Boston. Never mind. I'm going to hang up, girl. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and it's raining. It's raining? Mass here, yes. It rained for like two hours today and the entire internet broke. That's what happened. We haven't seen water in so long. What's rumbling? What's that noise? They're calling it. Oh. We're getting a thunderstorm here. Yeah, right here. (laughs) How's everyone doing tonight? One, two, three. Uh, We're doing great, honey. How are you? 
I'm doing wonderful. I got lots of fun stuff coming up. Um, had a wonderful time in San Francisco when I was there a couple weeks ago. We had a great turnout at our fundraiser um, called Baby Love at Oasis, which was awesome. We raised about $2,000 for oh, our wow. profit. So things are progressing well. Great. Oasis is a fun place, huh? So much fun. And um, Hecklina really uh, helped us out with that. And I couldn't thank her enough. We had such an amazing event, and the talent that turned out to help us, I mean, just unbelievable. That's San Francisco for you. It's such a, a family-oriented uh, community. It's and, a u- uh, unique and special place, Dusty. It really is. Mm-hmm. What, honey? Unique and special place out here. It really is. Yeah, it really is. And I lived there for seven years, and I really miss it. Um, you know, hopefully my husband and I will be moving back at some point, and that's up in the air right now, but... Um, we're in San Francisco a couple times a year, and I'm always performing and um, having a blast. And it's just a different feel than the East Coast. And I love my East Coast queens, don't get me wrong, but um, I love San Francisco. I love you guys. Oh. oh. And we love you, Dusty Moorhead. Ah. Yes. <laughs> in Boston, we would say Tweeka Turner. <laughs> oh, please you know, do. I, I'll i take it any no way it comes. Yeah. <laughs> Naturally. No Oz at the end. Tweak Eterna. That was actually Shaky saying she loved you, but I love you too. <laughs> I'm, I'm here with Shaky Gibson. Do you guys know each other? I don't think so. I don't think we've ever met. Um, no, we haven't. Well, that's okay. Now you have. And also Alexa. Yeah. Von Kicking Face. Von Kicking Wonderful. Face. I feel like you guys should know each other. Yeah, Alexa I Von Kicking Face. So. Yeah, yeah <laughs> well, agreed. We'll have to connect on Facebook at some point. That's um, true. Oh, we will. It's so easy to do that. So, uh, so um, Dusty, did uh, did the Oasis event live up to your expectations? Absolutely. It really did. Um, we had such a great turnout. Um, like I said, we raised about $2,000. And this was a kickoff of that for our nonprofit. So it was really just the beginning. Um, like I said, the talent that we had um, was amazing. Great audience. Um, we did a 50-50 raffle. We gave away a trip to Boston. Ooh. Oh, who, who won that? To, <laughs> I can't remember his name. I have it in my phone. Um, him and his partner won. It was a weekend getaway at 15 Beacon Hotel, which is this gorgeous little boutique hotel in the center of Boston, and then two round-trip air tickets as well. And it was just kind of a weekend getaway, so I'm hoping they extend it a little bit and come see me perform at least while they're here. Um, so, yeah, so that was fun. We gave away a lot of great prizes, um, T-shirts, and this kind of set us up for our next event. So it got the ball rolling. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the nonprofit we started. It's called the Rainbow Stork. I've and, heard of it. Um, yeah, we're raising money for couples suffering um, or struggling, rather, with the financial hurdles of IVF and surrogacy. Um, oh, wow. So, because yeah, that so can really be kind quite expensive. Oh, I don't doubt it. Very expensive. Wow. That's <laughs> so cool. We just went through it. We, we have a little girl on the way. Oh, congratulations. about four weeks, I know. Now, how many months are you pregnant? We are, and I know everyone hates when they do it, but we're 35 weeks, which (laughs) is about, uh, what is that, 35 weeks? We're about, um, God, coming up. I'm going to say eight months, I don't know. Eight months, just about eight months, yeah. Wow. And are you carrying the baby? Right now I'm carrying the baby. (laughs) <laughs> so it's, I haven't it's made gained a, a pound. I haven't gained a pound. Uh, what is it. your secret? 
<laughs> um, so yeah, so that's coming. Um, our next big event in Boston is Dusty Moorhead presents a holiday spectacular, Ooh. which is um, another fundraiser for the Rainbow Stork, and um, we have some of Boston's best talent coming, and it's a fun, kooky holiday. Um, Sunday afternoon boozy drag show um, extravaganza. So it's a lot of fun. If anyone's in Boston, that's December 13th. And um, I'll have all the details on my Facebook page. I wish I could come to Boston. I love Boston. Boston. It's such a great town, especially this time of year. Um, It really transforms (coughs) with the fall weather and the leaves, the fall colors, as some people might say. Um, It's really pretty. Cool. Yeah. And who's your husband? Do we know him? My husband, his name is Sven, and he kind of lays low when I'm out in San Francisco performing. He's in the audience, but... He's in the audience. Okay, that's cool. He he has your back. He has your back. He has my back, Mm -hmm. definitely. Well, he better have it at eight months pregnant. (laughs) For Christ's sake. For support. Uh, What else do we have going on? Um, coming up uh, in 2016, there's a documentary coming out called Inspire the Night. Have you heard of that? Well, you can call back for that one if you'd like. I'd love to. <laughs> in 2021, there's no... Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a, a Red Bull-sponsored documentary about performers in different cities. Oh, wow. And... Um, they did New York, L.A., Miami, Las Vegas, San Francisco, and Detroit for season one. So each episode is going to be um, a different city. And the San Francisco one, uh, they feature Hecklina. Of course. And they use me as the B-roll. So it's kind of interesting, um, this documentary. It really, it, it's, it's really neat. I, it, you'll have to see it when it comes out. It's focusing on the, um, the creative, inspiring individuals who transform cities once the sun sets that's kind of their angle on it so well i hope you steal cool. some scenes from hecklina mm-hmm. ah. good luck though <laughs> yeah it's hard to do that well they were filming in oasis on april 24th during the tech rehearsal for mother i didn't even know they were there and then i got contacted by thomas hill who's the production manager for um inspire the night and he said i have some great footage of you rehearsing so he sent me a screenshot and i have this terrible fat roll because I didn't have any <laughs> I didn't have any courses on or anything and um, yes I have a big fat roll but whatever it's fine that's okay honey did you name it's your fat art. roll uh, I should <laughs> I should uh, it's all an illusion on stage that's what it is um, so that's exciting so that's coming up and um, well that's yeah, fabulous yeah I can't um, wait to come back out. Well, I'm going to dedicate this next song to you in our conversation. Um, Yay! Yes. Um, but before I, I segue into that, uh, will you? I, we we love having you on the show. Why don't you um, update us from time to time and, and be a part of House to. of Pride? Okay, great. And uh, if you come to. back, let us know, and we'll we'll get you on in person. Okay, perfect. All right. So this next song is going out to you, uh, Peggy Lee, and the Lady Is a Tramp. Ooh. Oh. Love you, San Francisco. Love you, yeah, honey. Let's I've wined and dined on mulligan stew and never wished for turkey as I hitched and hiked and grifted too. 
From Maine to Albuquerque Alas, I miss the Beaux-Arts Ball And what is twice as sad I was never at a party Where they honored Nerill Cad But social circles spin too fast for me My hobohemia is the place to be I get too hungry for dinner at eight I like the theater but never come late I never bother with people I hate That's why the lady is a tramp I don't like card games with barons and earls Won't go to Harlem in ermine and pearls Won't dish the dirt with the rest of the girls That's why the lady is a tramp I like the free So we were just talking about the uh, assets of ha- being well endowed. Yes, naturally. <laughs> naturally well endowed. Oh, I, I mean, think there's a distinct difference between the two. Uh, I, I personally can tell when somebody is artificially endowed. I don't know about you. I actually can't really. I'll have to usually ask my boyfriend if he can tell. I, I don't really notice as, as, I mean, unless they're outrageously um Maybe that's it. Maybe Man-made. that's the deciding factor. The mm-hmm. extra. What would you call that, uh, Shaky? The what adjective? The the plasticity. Yes. <laughs> there you go. The over the that's top. A good one. The, yeah. Yeah. The super knockers. I don't know. Whatever. Super knockers. When they become a prop, a prop. and less of a body part. I, I definitely do treat my breasts like a prop, though. Like I, I will, you know, kind of dress them up for the occasion. As you should if you're going on stage. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, what I love about burlesque is that it gave me a safe, comfortable place to show off my boobs. And, you <laughs> yeah. know, large boobs in a burlesque show are in high demand. They're, they're very popular, but you don't need to have large breasts to be a burlesque performer, and you don't need to be a female-identified or female-bodied person to do burlesque either. Interesting point. What are some of the key factors that you do need if you want to do this form of art? I think creativity certainly helps. I mean, you know, no one's going to get very famous or very far ripping off other people's work, so mm-hmm. don't do that. Um, we're a pretty small community, so we, you know, things do travel back. I hear about, you know, burlesque conundrums in different parts of the country. You know, we're all connected, especially through Facebook with each other and what's happening in our local scene, so I think... Creativity is, of course, in the first and foremost thing you've got to have. A sense of humor certainly is imperative, because even if you're a serious classical performer, which is wonderful, and I love that, 
you know, you have to be able to laugh when something goes wrong. You know, you're going to lose a pasty every now and then. You're going to have a wardrobe malfunction of some kind. Your music isn't going to start the way it's supposed to. So I think it. I think it's true for all performers. Oh, that happens in the drag genre, too. Oh, I've well, seen it, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's but, the story of our lives. Going back to what you brought up before um, um, about having a sense of humor and that the art form is in part um, a parody of... Mm-hmm. of of I don't know a parody of what would you say of life of life yeah. exactly yeah. of of all kinds of sexuality human ex- yeah sexuality the human experience so that's um, I think there's a key component in the performer's um, thought process yes definitely when I'm trying to do a new number I'm thinking what am I what's my joke what's what am I trying to relate to the audience and again my emphasis is usually more on comedy so naturally I'm going to be like well what's the funny part what's going to make them laugh so right now I'm coming up with some stuff for Halloween because you know not only are, are we hubba hubba are we doing um, our asylum show on October 9th at DNA Lounge. Get your tickets now. But we're uh, <laughs> we're also going to be at DNA's um, Hubba Booty Party. So on the 31st, we'll be doing Booty. And then on the 30th, we're also going to be doing the All Hallows Eve Party. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to, I want to bring, I'm, I'm going to be performing, I'm going to be dancing, and I want to bring something that's funny, something that parodies Halloween. And I, I think I'm on to something, but I, I won't say what. I will say there may or may not be some Karen Carpenter involved. Okay. Um, so that's pretty crazy. But, you know, it's parodying the idea of what Halloween is. And, you know, for me, what I want to do is give people that moment of like, oh, my gosh, that is so clever. You know, I think to me that is one of the greatest compliments I can get from my audience is, dang, that was so clever. And I'm like, oh, thanks, you know, because any, not anyone, but many of us can look beautiful and do a good job doing that. I also think um, when I when I think of, um, I've seen some classic um, burlesque acts mm-hmm. on YouTube or wherever you would find footage of Betty Page. Yes. Uh, not, uh, not intentionally a, a burlesque dancer, but incidentally, one of the better ones uh, just... I know everyone knows her as a model from mm-hmm, the 50s, okay. but she did do some burlesque next to some of the big names of the time. I saw this on, in footage, and her form and um, rhythmic um, in, instincts, like on the, the way she moved on the beat and things, were just brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, is part of burlesque the anticipation for the audience? Yes, it's certainly the tease. So by you know addressing the clothing you're wearing and... <clears throat> gently starting to remove it or to suggest to your audience that you're going to be removing it. I like to grab a bra strap if I'm wearing one still and kind of pull it off my shoulder and kind of jerk at it. And to obviously I'm insinuating like I'm going to remove this. Should I remove this? And when, you know, back in the day, of course, you can't get naked and liquor laws especially these days you certainly can't get naked so to have that suggested nudity is so titillating you know we can see naked people on the internet all the time and that's great and god bless america but (laughs) you know but to have this kind of alluded to nakedness in right in front of you is is a very sexy experience and burlesque isn't necessarily its intent is not to inspire arousal you know it's, it's not necessarily that um that 
being the intention. It's it's more, but it, it certainly is intended to be sexual because the best way to parody such a puritanical culture, especially the one that we're currently living in, there's no better way to parody that than by showing us your boobs or by wearing a cock sock. Mm-hmm. And so you can go a little farther these days. Yes, exactly. And it's it's fun to see that. It's It's fun to kind of give people that thrill of how much they're going to see or how little they'll see. You know, I think folks aren't really expecting that. I think sexy is still in suggestions. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I think of all those classic actresses like Mae West and, and the you know, less was more. Exactly. You know, and to a point. I mean, I think it's, you know, she didn't do burlesque, but she kind of... That's kind of a burlesque icon. And there isn't to say that there's anything wrong or that you can't get fully naked to give your audience a stimulating experience. You know, that's, of course, very valuable as well. And does East Performer have that option to go help? Full know, nude? Well, to, to take it where they want. Like, or is there, uh, is there like a... Um, a template that you have to follow? Um, you a, know, a code of rules? There's rules. Uh, for example, you know, you can't, and for those of us who've ever been to a strip club, you'll know this too, if they're serving hard alcohol, there can be no actual nakedness. So no, no women or female nipples, no vulva, no full butt crack, and certainly no butthole. So mm-hmm. there's that. Um, if it's a, you know, male, male-bodied person, there's, you know, you obviously can't show... Um, the family jewels. I'm trying to think of yeah. radio safe ways. Oh, <laughs> I would just say cock and ball. Okay. Not that okay. everything's. Uh, yeah. So yeah, cock and ball. on the plate. It's yeah. internet yeah. radio. Cock and balls on the plate. Man so. thing. Yeah, man bits. <laughs> yeah. So you can't do that if there's hard alcohol. Shaky Gibsons. Name that for scrotum now. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> new word for scrotum. But um, it, it's a uh, it's part of Americana. The culture. Well, it probably goes. Where is it? What is the history of burlesque? Oh yes, I, be, I believe it was be, it was first referred as like burlesque in the 1800s. Obviously, before television, um, it is an American art form, but I'm certain it might have started elsewhere. I should have studied France, perhaps. Yeah, props. And so mm. you know, the idea was, is of course, people are going to theaters, their local kind of skeezier theaters, and they would go to a burlesque show, which was you know part of a vaudeville show. So there'd be an MC, so someone like myself or Jim, who would keep the show going. There'd be a comedian, there'd be some live music, and then there would be the stripper, there would be the burlesque performer, and so people would come and they, they'd stay late for her. And the idea was is that she would do this really long, or maybe not as long, kind of dance where she's removing her clothes and people are getting excited. Maybe they're contributing more money. And, you know, that was people would go to their local theaters and indulge in this art. And they would see all kinds of these kind of more blue, blue comedy, these kind of the more like, you know, a little, little bit more on the grittier side of, of town. Um, eventually, though, and in New York especially, they start cracking down on this nakedness. They start cracking down on what they perceived as this amoral exhibition of human behavior. And they shut down all the burlesque clubs. And it was a big old bummer. And then, you know, vaudeville was fine. It was pretty safe because they could still go ahead and do their clowning and comedy. And, you know, the stripping girls were like, oh, man, I'm out of work. Then, 
of course, television and the movies. So movies came and people were like, well, with my money, would I go see a live show or would I go to the movies? And, you know, at the time, movies were brand new, man. So they were going to the movies. And it seemed like the death of burlesque. Nobody wanted to see stripping girls anymore. You know, porno was now accessible. I think the first porno was like in 1930. Um, I, I used to sell porn, so this is how I know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, they just didn't really have the same craving for that kind of cheekier sexuality. And then, like, I think around the 90s or so, burlesque kind of came back in a big way. And it kind of came back with that kind of alt-girl movement. So girls who were extremely feminine but also tattooed and with, you know, different hair color, um, piercings, that kind of look. So that kind of, like, retro-inspired pinup kind of came back with this, you know, more edgier look. And so ever since, you know, that kind of resurgence in burlesque, it, it's kind of picked up a lot. And so now here we are and we're yes. doing what we're doing. And, and in fact, uh, a great demonstration example of that will be held on October. 9th at DNA yeah. Lounge. That's right, for the Hubba Hubba Review Asylum Show. And if you can't get enough, we'll be back again November 13th. For our next theme, I'm not going to reveal it yet, but I'll give you a hint. It's very enchanting. Oh. Uh, um, I think like, I know. Um, like Disney. Like maybe Disney inspired. Uh-huh. Frosty the burlesque man. I don't know what. No. <laughs> we'll, we'll go to the show. I'm putting it on my calendar right now. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's November 13th for a more whimsical theme but before so. we get there everyone go and buy your tickets to for asylum right now yes asylum in the house <laughs> october 9th it's a friday get off work get a drink i would start at butter if i were you that place is trashy and then come on <laughs> next i love that place trashy but the drinks are cheap hell yeah and then come on next door and then you can get a couple hours of some of the finest in bay area burlesque entertainment and you don't want to miss it because it is going to be great and everyone's going to be talking about it at work and you're not going to know and you're going to stand out right. in so a bad way. You got to go to know all about it. I mean, it just sounds so terribly exciting. I just can't take it. I just can't. Yes. And Tweeka Turner's DJing. Yeah, if you want to see Tweeka, throw on some good beats. I recommend taking that out. Yay, fireworks. Ooh, explosive. Crazy Tweeka Turner. All right, I gotta take off Tweeka Turner. I need to go eat dinner. All right, Shaky Gibson, it's been a pleasure hanging with you. You as well. Let you me know. Say goodbye, Shaky. Come Shaky. see me again. Shaky, dance on your way. This is your audition, baby. Yes. Thank, Thank you. you. Make it, All right. Make it yes. I'll shake it. I'll shake my rear. Shake my rear. Never turn it. Opportunity down. Uh, shout out to Pearl Tease who couldn't make it today. She is um, busy. Yeah. yeah. Shout out, life. Pearl. We love you. Yeah, life happens. We Pearl happens. See you back, be back next week. But uh, let, this is the section of the show. We just go around real fast. Uh, it's called Last Thoughts. Shaking. Last Thoughts. Um, you know, hey, 
<laughs> it's San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah. Y'all better I shake like it, honey. I've heard that one before, you better actually. shake your business and keep smiling. And come to my show October 29th at the Oasis, which is on 11th Street in Balsam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa. Um. Last thoughts, girl. My last thought was, I've always wondered what made gummy bears not kosher. And then I found out that it's because they have, like, animal hooves in them. But I still eat them. So I wonder if it's just that easy to not think about things that gross us out. That was my last thought. But otherwise, you should come. I don't, you know what I mean? Because some people say, oh, I won't eat that animal. It's gross. And I'm like, but if you don't. Are you talking about gummy bears? Yeah, but if it's a gummy bear, I don't think it's that gross. If it's a beautiful I, I color. fruit flavors. Me too. I blame the food industry in general. But my, my other last it's thought. Emo. More relevant to the reason I showed up here, aside from my stoner musings, is um, that you should come join us at DNA, DNA Lounge, Lounge for Hubba Hubba Reviews. <laughs> That's right. Asylum Halloween show, October 9th. Every second Friday of the month, we've got a big old show with your name all over it. Don't miss it. And I can't wait to see all of your beautiful faces in the audience. How much is Jim Sweeney paying you? <laughs> wow. That's I really benefit from people coming to this show. Otherwise, it's just Jim and I shooting the crap as always. And I do love doing that, but we do that for free. So this is a benefit to everyone. To well, enjoy. we always appreciate our fabulous guests coming on House of Pride Radio. Have you um, you guys, and also Thank you. Dusty Moorhead out there in Boston. That's right. Thank you so much, Tweeka Turner. And it's S- been real. SJ Cruz, who is somewhere out there in San Francisco land, but he was a fabulous guest. Join us next Wednesday, 6 p.m. We'll have more fun to come. I can't believe it's possible. Thanks, Tweeka. Yeah, thank you, Tweeka. Bye.
and my mom is listening. Probably. I know, I know. Oh, sorry, mom. <laughs> Thanks, mom, for staying up to listen. Sleep <laughs> over there too. Right? Yeah, like two hours ahead or three yeah. hours, right? Two, two hours. Yeah. Yonatsu mom is awesome, by the way. I hope she is listening so she can hear that. She's amazing. Tell her to come visit. She's probably gonna come for TEDx. Yay! Oh, and sell my merch, you know. There gotta you have go. someone at the merch table. Yeah. Your biggest fan. Yeah. yeah. Represent. <laughs> so where can people find out more about your music online? Very simple, yonot.com. Oh yeah. <laughs> Nobody has it. <laughs> Y-O-N-A-T.com. Yeah. And I also have on Facebook Yonot and her muse. So not and then I put out um uh video for one of the tracks off the EP for Come Around um, a few weeks ago and it's getting some good hits and I'd love people to go check it out yeah. on YouTube. Uh, the song's called Come Around. Maybe we could play it for you guys. Yeah, Definitely. I, yeah, we'd love to hear it. I okay. think that's one of the things that led to TEDx too. So. Yes, mm-hmm. TEDx crew looked at saw Come Around video and we're like, yeah, we like this chick. <laughs> yeah. Interesting down. though. Interesting. There's one line in the song, see if you can pick it up, where one of the young women who's helping organize, um, one of the students at Berkeley, is kind of not sure whether this like line um, is an innuendo towards marijuana use, and it's not used that way at all in this song. Um, and so I'm still kind of deciding which songs I'm going to play at the event. And this is one of the reasons why I, I'm curious if if you guys listen to it and tell me what you think. Know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
called come around yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my guess is in the first it's in one of the first verses that you sing about yes. the light of fire yeah catch a fire is that the second one? line it says when I take a hit ooh yeah it stings the thing is the the context of the song is so clearly about relationships so I yeah. can understand if you picked out the lyric alone mm-hmm. how it someone could wonder but like could she, text, could she just focus on the hit part of it I think so when I take a hit so clearly like if you if you pick out just the lyric it could right. be it could clearly be interpreted but contextually in the song I mean it's so obviously about relationship right. dynamics and right. the hits that you can take when you well, yeah, the struggles I, I mean, of, of dating it clearly is not about marijuana <laughs> 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 um, Give but, a little, take a little. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the, I guess that's the interesting thing about is about music is the way people interpret it. it. Exactly, that's it's art, right? You have the opportunity to interpret. It's definitely, uh, but could, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to make a final decision at some point. But I have some other good songs that are up in the in the mix in the running. Good, so. I love that one. Definitely. And Suganti, you're going to be performing with Yanat at uh, TEDx. Yeah, I, yes. I am. That's exciting. <laughs> I am, yeah, it's very exciting. Is it going to be just the two of you, or are there other No, we have members? Daria Johnson on drums. Woohoo! Amazing, amazing she drummer. Is. And Peter Canton on bass. Very exciting. Uh-huh. And do you usually play with a full band? or? Mm-hmm. I've been playing with a full band for, for a while, yeah. But I've been doing solo shows and duo shows together with Suganti. And I, like, I think it's important to be able to fit into any performance situation mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm trying to like keep my skill you know and my chops up to play full band crowd of a thousand and mm-hmm. like intimate shows by myself or you know one other person yeah. which ones uh, do you prefer oh 
Oh, no. The only thing I was going to say is that I had mentioned this to Yona even, I think, before I was singing with her, is that mm-hmm. one thing I appreciated is that when she created her music, she created it on her own. She wrote, it was all, it all began solo. Um, and so although there's been evolution and um, with, with content and, you know, bringing in a full band, um, I like the fact that if she does strip it down, the song's still there. And I yeah, think, I've had yeah. a lot of friends just tell me, like, the band is cool, but I really like when you're by yourself with the guitar because there's yeah. something really raw and mm-hmm. vulnerable about that. Yeah. I mean, I think, like, my ideal is to get to the point where I have a full band, a full show, and then I have, like, in the set, there's a solo. There's the stripped-down song or two, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But um, I, I just, now that I got over the hump of, like, the challenge of playing with musicians, I'm yeah. like... <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's yeah. so good. It's and good it's to like conquer like, your fears. Yeah. yeah. And it's like a, it's like a re- dating too. It's like relationships. There's all these different dynamics, yes, and it's just like some it's figuring out like what finally works, you know. And I think uh, you know, it's remained, you know, as her friend, I've like watched her process in this, and she's like remained open and figuring things out. It's like finally getting a groove with working with other musicians is like it's Mm -hmm. really cool to see that happen Mm -hmm. and her patience with it (laughs) definitely and you're going to be playing at tedx berkeley on february 8th yeah with the whole band with the whole band whole entire band do you have any other shows lined up at the moment i'm looking for something in march so that i can announce it at tedx (laughs) (laughs) if you love me come support me if you love me get me a gig (laughs) yeah i think it's slowed down through the holidays really Mm -hmm. naturally and things like that so it'll start picking up again yeah for sure and um do you feel like most of your fan base or listenership is in the bay area i've had a really nice um kind of I guess following that's being um, nurtured in Milwaukee which partly from my mom's community mostly from my mom's community and people I grew up with who (laughs) you okay over there? yeah (laughs) I was dealing with a bunch of cables (laughs) I was uh, I was doing music and performing throughout my childhood so I think when I like came out as a performer in my adult life like a lot of my community back there were like wait what's she doing now you know like I sang I sang like at my bat mitzvah and kind of blew everyone away when I was 12 <laughs> and they were all yeah like, okay let's see what she's like you know 15 20 years later <laughs> yeah you're shining you're a shining star yes. <laughs> no I am a flower there you Aww. go. Even better. Maybe we'll play you our, our song, Like a Flower. Yeah, do I'm it. I'm segueing into the music. <laughs> Good job. I'll see what you did just there. Case, I'll see what you did. <laughs> yeah, we'll play this, we'll play this one for This you. is also on? This is on the EP Daybreak, yeah. which was released um, in August. And it's getting, it's getting some traction now. We're trying to get it out yeah. and get it reviewed. And the, the process on this one was fun, too, just with the community yeah I we think. had a, the whole community singing on the end of this yeah. and, uh, this is the robin one that robin Apple, yeah robin is a producer great producer really um took this song to the next level yeah. you ready <laughs> i'm so ready <laughs> <laughs>
Another great song. Uh, <laughs> a few a few months ago, my drummer <laughs> told me <laughs> when I get to that part that I have to milk it. Yeah. So I'm still like <laughs> getting used Figuring to like pausing <laughs> and letting people clap or yeah. whatever. Very organic. <laughs> yeah. And then like just getting back I was in. Like, wait, there's a song in there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we like to toy with people's emotions. You never know. <laughs> well, again, you're playing at TEDx Berkeley. So exciting. February eighth. Um, you're going to be playing, I'm guessing, around 3 or 4 o'clock? Yeah, 4 or 4.30, very, very, very end. Got it. And its general admission is $100, but if they type in your name, Yonat20, yep. for the discount. They 20% get 20% off. 20% off. Yeah. And there's some other great bands or performers as well. Um, there's a whole long list of speakers. My friend that um, helped me connect with these people is um, Nikki Barodi who's an awesome singer-songwriter and an acrobat. Woo-hoo. She's going to oh, be wow. doing, yeah. I like acrobat. that. I like that combo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so tell her to gonna, come by. She's going to be doing <laughs> She should do it all at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> she does. She plays ukulele, and she's a clown, and she does aerial. Yeah. And she's told me that she does all three at the same time, but no I have kidding. not yet witnessed it. Wow. Sick. <laughs> she could do it like in here. Give me such a headache. I think she's just doing the aerial at TEDx, right? Acrobatics. Or, okay, acrobatics. Aerial. Okay, okay. Nikki um, Brody. Nikki Brody. Yeah. She's, she's stripping awesome. it down to one, but yeah, it's going to be good stuff. She's going to have a partner. Yay. So there's two two acrobats doing a show. That's great. And your website again is yonat.com. Yeah, you can get uh, my, my EP Daybreak. Four tracks, put it out in August. I'm really, really proud of it. It's like the most prized, you know, accomplishment I think so far for me. Really like it. That's really exciting. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for stopping by, ladies. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. And uh, stay tuned for more mutiny. Oh, we could play another song you want, from you the CD. Play we could play you out. Sure. Why don't you play? Put on one of the songs from the CD. Why don't you put on the first track? Okay. It's a very uh, Why funky don't tune. You? Danceable. Thank you so much for stopping by. Guys. Thanks for Thank having you us. So much. Have a good night. Have a great Standing night, guys. By the ocean side, I can feel the waves between my toes. Just the way my love grows Like the waves of the ocean rolling under the tide Flames of a fire burning on the inside Further we go, yeah, the farther we come We ain't got nothing but the wind and the sun
so fragile I can't touch it, I don't know who can Love is intangible Love isn't something I can hold Love so fragile I can't touch it, I don't know who can
Politicians are keeping secrets from you. Uh, they're and the military, aliens. the intelligence, they're commuting with aliens from the outer regions of outer regions of space. Professor, would you like some proper science news? I would. I would very much like after some all, proper after science all that science hokum. Well, astronomers have claimed tentative evidence of tentative evidence of primitive forms of life on Mars may have existed long ago. Good golly! As Mars was within 63 million miles of Earth last month, the closest it will come in nearly two years, using a war-developed in infrared spectrograph focused through an 82-inch telescope. That's some high technology. That's a big telescope. Astronomers made an exacting study of the planet and came to the conclusion that probably lichen, a hard moss-like growth, existed there. Dr. Gerald P. Kuiper. Kuiper? Kuiper. Kuiper. Hyper. McDonald Observatory di 